Welcome, everybody. Yes, it is time for another episode of Model Railroad Talk. I am your host, the Bandit. I'm sure you've all figured that out already, but, you know, should probably do that in case you get that one person, you know, that this is the first episode they listen to, which is so great. Um, we've got a good show lined up today. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we couldn't make things work out to get our, get Robert back on here. And I'm still trying to get the whole logistics of being able to get somebody to call in. Um, so unfortunately we don't have any guests today, but, um, we are going to be talking about what kind of modeler are you? Um, then we're going to talk about while this podcast is a podcast about model railroading and model railroading only, we are going to be talking about, um, you know, how can we use the prototype, you know, uh, prototype pictures and, and, and prototype videos and stuff like that, um, to better our, um, modeling. And then we do have, um, a product. It's not a physical product. It's a, um, I guess online product review, kind of like what we did, um, several episodes ago with, uh, um, modelbuildings.org and uh, trains.com. This one's on another one. So we will get to that here shortly. So let's get this show on the tracks. All right, let's get this thing rolling. What do you say? So, welcome back, everybody, um, to episode 12. That's right, number one, two. We are on episode 12. Um, uh, it hasn't been 12 weeks. I think the first two they went out because I messed up my auto, um, what do you want to call it, to where it automatically uploads or releases. I messed up my auto, uh, my release date on the second one. And yeah, so anyways, we're probably sitting on about 10 weeks now. And um, the overwhelming response from the people that have been subscribing to this um, and listening and all that, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it um, is very exciting. Um, we mentioned it last episode. We're going to mention it again. Look us up on TikTok. If you are on TikTok, look up Model Railroad Talk. Um, we are currently roughly 470 uh, subscribers on there. Um, while I have no question we're going to get 500 here soon, but the problem with that is in order for us to be able to do live events of any kind live videos anything like that we have to have a thousand subscribers which is an awful lot of subscribers so um let's just focus on the first stage of hitting 500 so those that have and if you're listening to this podcast and you also follow us on tiktok thank you um uh we are also trying to work on getting a youtube page up i mean we i should say we have a youtube channel 
Um, and in order for us to be able to go live there, we have to have a minimum of 50 uh, subscribers. Uh, and that's not paying subscribers. It's just people who subscribe to us, you know. Um, that's going off slow. I'm not really focusing on YouTube at this moment as hard as I am the TikTok and uh, obviously this podcast, this podcast you're listening to is my first and foremost uh, uh, priority. Um, but um, we have created uh, a face. Well, we have had a Facebook page, but we created a private Facebook group, Model Railroad Talk. And the thoughts, theory, whatever you want to call it, uh, is that uh, paying supporters uh monthly paying or even if you do a one-time donation and if the one-time donations at a certain level will allow you in there and there and access to youtube when we get to that point of being able to do like um right now we're recording this episode and we'd like to be able to have a camera up and um that's one of the benefits of um if you go through our patreon uh, account and become a paying supporter there um as soon as these episodes are out within i should say within 24 hours of of us recording and building the episode and getting it all ready within 24 hours you're going to hear the latest episode rather than having to wait until saturdays at uh, 12 a.m so um that's going to be another benefit coming soon um we're doing some testing right now on the video um the video i'm not so worried about um I want to make sure the audio is going to come through right. So that way you get the best experience. But um, so anyways, um, those that have been following, liking, sharing, what have you, thank you. Um, uh, it's because of you folks listening um, is why we continue to do this. Um, and unfortunately, we don't have anybody to uh, uh, any guests or anything. Um, it's hard with schedules, especially nowadays, especially summer. Um, I have talked to Robert. He is going to be coming onto the show again here soon. He has a few more weeks of um, softball that uh, one one of his kids that he does softball or goes to their games and stuff. So once that's over, um, expect to hear him more. And potentially by then, hopefully I'll have the video side up. You could potentially see him more than two. Uh, you know, if you're a paying subscriber, uh, paying supporter, I should say. Um, so anyways, so today's episode, um, the first, first part is not really a long discussion and this, I, um, I am not going off any notes right now. This is just basically, uh, one of those, this is going to be one of those episodes where I just kind of wing it. So, um, are you, what kind of modeler are you? That's basically what this episode, the first part of this episode is about, um, and it stems from a couple different things. Um, the first thing being um, here recently, I read it was an article. Oh, I don't remember if it was online or in one of the magazines. But um, anyways, uh, it was uh, talking about armchair modelers. And um, and I know it's not a new concept. And I mean, I remember, I think when if I remember right, when I was a kid, I had heard the, you know, I'd be in the hobby shop with my dad. and um you'd hear that that phrase armchair modeler um and uh you know so we're we're talking about that what kind of model are you are you an armchair modeler um and for purposes of 
discussion, we're going to call it the next level would be like weekend warrior. Or are you a full-time modeler? Um, so what, you know, I'll just ask the question outright. Um, what kind of modeler are you? Um, you can comment, comment on any of the platforms you're on, email us, um, model talk at gmail.com, or you can go through our website, www.modelrailroadtalk.com. But, um, let's talk about them a little bit. So armchair modeler, and if, and if, if you've been in the hobby, any kind of time, really, I'm sure, or if you subscribe to say model railroad or RMC or, you know, even online or even in Facebook groups or anything like that, I'm sure you've heard the term armchair modeler. I guess my opinion or what I bring up and talk about today is kind of how I see these different kinds of modelers and in no way is it, is it bad? I'm not cutting down anybody for whatever kind of modeling they're doing um, in this hobby. Cause let's face it. Um, you could be an armchair modeler uh, as an example in a hobby of model rocketry, you know, um, but a model, uh, what the general consensus that I've gathered, just listening to people talk and, uh, reading in forums and stuff um, is someone that basically um, doesn't have a working layout. Um, either A, they don't want one. They just enjoy watching and reading about others, which is fine. Um, you know, or, or they just enjoy the planning stage. They don't want to do any more of that. Or, you know, it's somebody that because of, you know, either financially, family, um, you know, space, location, whatever you want to call it, cannot build a, 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 an active railroad, a model railroad, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, because there's all sorts of different situations out there that, um, you know, people can't build one, um, whether it's, you know, financially, like we said, you don't, you just can't fit it in your budget. Um, you know, as far as family, you know, let's face it, families should be number one. And if you're, you know, we'll use Robert as an example, you know, it's tough for him to get on the show a with his work schedule, but, um, the one day a week he does get off, um, he's got softball that he has to go watch, you know, um, for the kids. So until that ends, you know, he has to put kind of stuff on hold, um, you know, and then there's the space, you know, if you're, you know, and we've talked about this before, um, in the planning stages and the building stages, you know, whether you're someone that, you know, lives in the big cities where let's just face it, you know, some of these places that people live in, I'm not cutting them down, but they're not very big. You know, I mean, there's, you know, there's barely enough room or there's just enough room, we should say for, you know, a living space really and kitchen and a, a bathroom. And that's about it. So, you know, if, if you're, if, if you're tied on, on space, you really want to, as much as you love this hobby, do you really want to take up any more space, you know, to build a railroad, you know, and also, you know, I guess there's actually a fourth there is your job. What kind of job do you have? I mean, you know, are you, uh, say a traveling salesman? Are you a truck driver, you know, um, you know, over the road truck driver. So are you either a barely home or B really never home except for once or twice a month, you know? Um, now, mind you, I mean, if you're driving a truck, 
um, you know, I have seen and heard and read and all that good stuff um, of truck drivers that have made miniature layouts, you know, whether they're in a, a suitcase or a, a briefcase or whatever, you know, that they can take with them in the truck. Um, if you do that, that's awesome. Um, and if you're listening to this and you happen to be a truck driver that has done that, please, please, by all means, reach out because I would love to have a discussion with you and that could be a good, um, episode. So anyways, um, but you know, if you're traveling, uh, say a traveling salesman, which I know isn't much, it, it, it's not as typical, I think nowadays, as far as the job, but let's face it. I mean, people travel more, you know, and if you're living for arguments like living out of a hotel and you're packing up every day or every two or three days or whatever, you really don't have time. Where, where are you going to build a railroad? And, and even, you know, um, compared to say that truck driver said truck driver that has a briefcase layout, you know, that layout goes in that truck when he gets in that truck to take off for the week or two weeks or whatever. And it doesn't really get moved around much, but if you're, you know, say you're hopping from city to city for your job, you know, that that's going to take a lot of wear and tear, even on something made portable. So, um, that's where like armchair modeling is actually really good. You can enjoy a majority of the facets, <clears throat> excuse me, folks. Um, you can enjoy a majority of the facets of the hobby, um, you know, by reading, you know, living in a sense, vicariously through somebody else, you know, that's awesome. Um, but if you're an armchair modeler, also look into model railroad clubs, whether it's, you know, obviously if, if it's time, you're probably not going to want to do that. Um, potentially if it's financially, depending on your finances, you may not be able to do that. Cause I'm, I'm going to say probably a majority, uh, I'm not going to say all, but a majority of model railroad clubs, there is a monthly, uh, uh, monthly dues, um, which helps maintain the railroad and pay for the electricity and you know all the other things that go with keeping that model railroad going and where it's at um but if you fall in the other two where you don't have the space um well i guess the other one basically if you don't have the space you know maybe look into a model railroad club you know you a model railroad club is a good way of a getting out and um, you know, having fellowship with somebody else talking and, and, and working with what you love model railroading, but, um, you can also get out and actually do things. You know, you can learn from model railroad clubs, learn different ways of, of doing stuff just by actually watching somebody instead of just reading it in a magazine or online. Um, and, and if, if you're into, you know, operating trains, you know, doing an operating session, you know, model railroad clubs offer that, um, you know, you can pick up good things, you know, as far as techniques, you know, let's face it, there's many people out there. You can pick up bad techniques, whatever, you know, um, not really saying anything is bad. It's whatever works for you. So being an armchair modeler, I, most of the time when I hear somebody say that, I feel like it's almost like somebody's um, cutting somebody down like, oh, they're not a real modeler. Well, not necessarily because as an armchair modeler, um, I'm betting you, especially if you're one that likes to just not get, you, you like to plan railroad, like draw layouts. 
but you don't ever want to build one for whatever reason, you know, I bet you you're someone that can come up with one kick-ass uh, uh, layout plan, you know. So, um, so yeah, um, so that's one. So then we have, next we go on to the Weekend Warrior. So while the Weekend Warrior is just a general term, it's used in all sorts of ways. I know, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've heard it before. Um, but, you know, I'll use myself as an example. You know, I work Monday through Friday, and then every third Saturday I got to work. Um, I work, yes, I work in a nice, very, very nice shop working on semis, but it's not climate controlled. So when it's hot out, when we get our hot streaks where it's in the 90s and the 100s, um, you know, by the time I'm, my shift is done, I'm wanting to get in the truck and turn on the AC, drive home. Most of the time I'm thinking ahead of time, unless I already have a plan for the next episode of our podcast here. Um, but usually by the time I get home, I'm so wiped out from that day because of the heat, um, or whatever, you know, it may have just been a busy day at work, you know, that. I get home and yeah, while driving home or while I'm at work, I'm thinking, okay, well, if I get, when I get off work, I'm going to go do this. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to do a whole lot, but I just want to do a little bit, you know, let's face it. Sometimes when we get home, you know, it's when it's said and done, you're showered or whatever you eat, whatever you, your, um, whatever your normal is after getting off work, sometimes we just don't feel like working on it. And, um, you know, and even on weekends, I don't like right, right now, I don't really have a lot of extra time um to work on my railroad right now i will here in about say three weeks or so um once my major summer activities are all said and done but um but in this time frame i i'm lucky to get a couple hours of of railroad uh, railroad work done you know in a week and i would love to do more but you know hey life life gets in the way and like for me, it's family and stuff like that, you know, and then there's a third one, which is full-time modeler. And I'm not really, I don't really consider those that, um, you know, cause there's people out there that make a, a career out of building, designing and building model railroads for people. And I would so love to do that. And I envy those people. And I commend you if you're listening to this and this, that's what you do. I commend you on doing something and, and, and being able to do something that you absolutely love and making a career out of it. Um, but I'm not really counting those. It's more, um, whether you're retired, um, and I'm not saying an older person, I, you know, you can be retired at, you know, you know, young these days, if you do things right. Um, but you know, if you're retired from, you know, or you're, you're set to where you don't have to go to work every day, um, you know, whatever the situation may be to where you can, are you, are you one of those where you can devote four to six, eight hours a day working on a railroad, you know, whether it's building, designing, um, you know, uh, doing scenery, whatever, or even just maintaining your railroad, depending on how big it is operating, you know, um, you know, I, some people that's not for, you know, some people, they, they, they don't, they can't do that as a, you know, wouldn't be able to do that full time or we'll call it full time. Um, you know, because let's face it, you know, for some people, you know, doing, um, a hobby 
full time, it, it takes the fun out of it. It really does. It can, you know, um, for me, I don't believe it would. Um, because, um, like, like doing this podcast and getting into the video side of stuff too, you know, I thought by doing this, you know, it helped me be able to enjoy the hobby more, but then, you know, I always think, okay, Hey, well, what are the negatives? You know, okay. Am I going to get sick of the hobby because I'm doing a weekly podcast or whatever? And actually it's me doing this podcast as an example, um, has made me think about things more, you know? um more in depth detailed however you want to word it and and in different aspects um you know so i don't think i could get tired of doing this full time now as an example my i did have a, a vinyl graphics business where i was doing signs and graphics on vehicles and 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 all this different stuff and i uh when i started it i you know and i did it for about two two and a half years when I started it, I loved working with vinyl. I loved doing, um, you know, cutting out and coming up, creating cool stuff and, you know, stickers for people and, you know, cool designs for their car, or motorcycle or whatever. And the, I still like the concept of it, but I, with my full-time job and I was doing that virtually full-time every week, I got burnt out. Um, unfortunately I wasn't at a stage where I, or, you know, at, in the right place at that time yet to be able to go full time with my, uh, vinyl graphics company. And I just, I basically got burned out and, you know, and I'd sat down and thought about it and I'm like, before I sold it, I'm like that business, you know, and all my equipment, I'm like, you know, do I say, you know, screw it, I'm going to go full time doing that. Or do I just get rid of that and stick with my full-time job. You know, I mean, let's face it, full-time job, you know, Hey, insurance benefits, stuff like that. So I ended up making that choice. And like I said, right now, I mean, I'm, it's still fresh. So I really don't want to do any vinyl stuff, but, um, but I, you know, down the road I would, but, but that's just an example of if you're doing it full-time, you know, are you able, if, if you're thinking about being able to build your model railroad full-time because you're coming up to retirement or, you know, whatever. Um, you need to think about that. What kind of person are you? Are you going to be somebody that can say, get up in the morning, you know, have your coffee or whatever first thing in the morning and then go down to the basement or out to the garage, wherever your layout is located and be able to work on it for six, eight hours, whatever. And then once you get it all built and scenic, which most, most model railroads, it seems like the average is anywhere from two to four years. Once, uh, once you get it all seen and stuff, are you going to be able to maintain your, um, interest in the hobby and not get a, not get burnt out, but are you going to be able to maintain by operating by yourself? Are you going to be able to find people to come over and operate? Are you, you know, there's, there's a whole nother world and, th and that'll be another episode of stuff that you can do beyond the physical building operating of your railroad. So what do you guys think um where do you fall are you an armchair modeler are you a weekend warrior are you in between um like me as an example i i feel like i'm kind of in between the weekend warrior and a full-time um uh so we can call that what would that be weekend full weekend full-time i don't know whatever you want to call it um because you know i you know i do the hobby I do my modeling, working on my layout and stuff, 
but I like for me, I do this podcast and I'm working on building it and, you know, getting into the video side of it as well. So more of my time, you know, about, I should say about half my time right now is for this podcast and you are listeners and whatnot. And the other half is for my modeling. I don't regret it. Um, I actually like it because it keeps me in the hobby, it keeps me active, but it, it it's a different aspect, you know. Um, let's face it, when you're building the railroad, I mean, there's there's certain things that, you know, like me, I like every step of building a railroad. But when I'm building a railroad, like even the modest size of mine, um, or even my bigger one that I had, you know, I've, I've referenced several times um, from like 12, 15 years ago. Um, there comes a point where, okay, you're laying track, you get tired of laying track, um, you know, or you're tired of doing scenery or you're tired of, you know, running bus wire, or you're tired of hooking up feeder wires, you know, I mean, um, that's where this podcast takes me of, okay, I work on the railroad a little bit and then I, I do the podcast once a week and I, and, um, you know, and then in between recording the podcast for the next episode. I mean, I've got the other sides of it, you know, of, um, you know, the TikTok videos and stuff like that, um, that help kind of distract, take me away from, okay. Uh, you know, I, well, like right now on my railroad, I've got several, several feeder wires dropped from pretty much getting the rest of my track plan done on part one of my railroad. Um, but I need to get them attached to the bus wires. Well, when I dropped them down, you know, I sat and did them all and I kind of got burnt out. So being able to work on the podcast for me is giving me that little bit of a break where I'm actually now at the point of like, I'm ready to get under the layout and, um, and start hooking those feeder wires up, you know? So, um, but yeah, where, where are you at? What, what are your thoughts? Um, you know, are you an armchair modeler? If you are great, you know, tell us, tell us what you do. If you're an armchair modeler, tell us what you do to be able to stay active or as active as you can in this hobby and what you, you know, what you like about doing it from that aspect. You know, if you're a weekend warrior, reach out to us, let us know, you know, what, how much time do you get to put on your railroad? Um, how do you manage your time? Um, and if you're a full-time, you know, Hey, you know, same thing, reach out to us, you know, let us know, you know, what's kind of your, what's kind of like your daily or weekly, um, deal, you know, how do you take care of, uh, everything, get everything done. Um, so, you know, I just, it, it's been, it's been on my mind. Like I said, I read an article here a while back and I, I know the article or I don't even remember if it was an article, but you know, I know it's been talked about and I'm like, you know, there's a lot of people. Well, and the other thing too is, um, going back to the armchair modeler, you talked to a lot of people like, you know, Hey, I, I, you know, I had a train set when I was a kid, you know, American flyer, whatever. Um, you know, I would love to get into it, but it's just, you know, too expensive or I don't have the time or I don't have, you know, the space or every time I think I have space, the, the wife or the kids or whatever, you know, um, that doesn't mean you can't be involved in the hobby. If, if you are someone, um, that in, you know, has always liked trains, model trains, like most, and I'm not zeroing out the women here, the ladies here, but most guys growing up had some form of trains in their life, you know, whether, you know, their 
their dad or mom took them or grandpas or whatever uh grandparents took them uh rail fanning or uh you know had a model railroad or like we said you know you had a lionel setup or american flyer setup for christmas or whatever we've had almost a, a majority of males and i'm not saying there ain't some ladies out there that have had this because there have but a majority of people have had some sort of um dive into this world and you know life happened you know you you've thought about it off and on or you've talked to somebody you know i got a buddy um really really good friend of mine he's like a brother to me you know he drives truck and you know we talk a couple times a week and you know, whenever we talk about, you know, how the podcast is doing or my railroad and he's like, yeah, I would love to do something like that, but I just don't have the time. And which I get, he's busy, but, um, you know, but there again, you know, if you, if you really are interested in the railroad and I'm not saying, you know, some, you know, somebody, when somebody says that to you, they're lying, but you know, there are ways to enjoy that hobby, um, this hobby without actually having to go build a layout, build benchwork, buy track and locomotives. I mean, um, you know, find somebody that has a railroad already set up or in the process of building. And when you do have time, go help them, um, you know, order a subscription to model railroad or magazine or, uh, um, what's the other one, uh, model railroad craftsman or railroad model craftsman. I don't remember the name of it, but anyways, you know, I mean, or, you know, like me, I'm, I'm part, I joined for, I paid for a year of model railroad Academy, um, you know, trains.com, you know, and I can go on there and watch videos, read articles, read magazines. And, you know, uh, that's something that I can do without having to even go down to my, I can do it just sitting upstairs or I can do it when I'm sitting on lunch at work. Or, you know, if you're tired and you, you know, there's nothing on TV, you can, you know, just pick up and read and watch and look at pictures, you know? So anyways um so yeah reach out to us model railroad talk at gmail.com um or you can go to our website www.modelrailroadtalk.com um and you can actually reach out to us through any of the platforms um as well so when we come back from break we are going to talk about um yes we're a model railroad only podcast um we don't really go into prototype um with i mean yeah while we're modeling the prototype but we don't really go into prototype you know we're not going to talk about actual model railroads unless we reference them for the hobby but there is a i feel it's kind of a it would be a good tool if you're looking at either becoming a prototype modeler or if you already are and you're just trying to up your game um uh for modeling the prototype or even if you're like me, where um, mine's a freelance railroad, but it's based off of prototypical operations. Um, you know, we're going to go in and talk about uh, how you can actually use the prototype, um, you know, say uh, like rail cams as an example, um, to help your modeling and come up with ideas and stuff like that. Um, and then we do have a review this episode. So um, stick around. And after the break here, we will dive right into that. Are you enjoying our podcast? Great. Um, we couldn't do this without you listeners and all your feedback and um, obviously sharing this podcast. Um, if you would like to support us, 
Um, you can uh, go to patreon.com. Um, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and become a supporter for just $3 a month. There's no added fees um, on your end. Um, none of that. Um, you will have access to every episode at minimum one week ahead of time. Um, we generally upload 24 hours after we record it. Um, there's some uh, videos that we put on there. Just update videos um, of our the Model Railroad Talk uh, layout. And we're looking at adding some more stuff to it. Um, but yeah, just $3 a month. Um, that's all it is. Um, you can also, if you, if you don't know Patreon or you, you don't want to join another platform through Spotify here, um, at the bottom of our description um, of each episode, you click on that link that will take you to a Spotify um, supporter page, I guess is the best way to put it. And it allows you three different support levels. Um, and you, it all safely through uh, uh, Spotify. And the other last thing you could do, um, we do have a Model Railroad Talk uh, PayPal account, which is modelrailroadtalk at gmail.com. If you would like to just make like a one-time donation rather than um, um, a monthly, that's perfectly fine. We use your, uh, use your uh, genera- generous support for upgrading equipment, um, and maintaining equipment mainly right now and um but also at once we get enough uh support built up um we're going to start doing uh purchasing items for reviews and then we will in turn start having um contests whatever uh drawings uh so you as our supporter um have a chance at winning um something we review so thank you for your support and um keep listening We are back. So, first part, um, recap, we talked about what kind of modeler are you? You're an armchair modeler? You a weekend warrior? You full-time? Um, we, uh, you know, nothing wrong with any of them, but it doesn't matter what kind of model you are. Um, we are modeling real trains. I mean, that's what we do. That's what it's about, right? Um, and so, even though this, like we said, this podcast is model railroading, only model railroading, um, we do have to, at times, refer to prototype, whether it be photos, um, you know, video, uh, rail cams, that kind of thing. So, um and how can that help us as modelers? Um, are you modeling a specific prototype? You know, if you're doing a prototype railroad, um, you know, you're going to want to look to the prototype so you can weather that, you know, that, that rail car or that locomotive um, as close as you can to the real railroad. Um, if you're a freelance modeler like me, mine's a freelance based on prototype. Um, and we can go into that in another episode, but, you know, I still look at rail cams, pictures, so on and so forth to give me a inspiration, um, B look at how rail cars are weathered. You know, I mean, that helps if you're going to get into, um, weathering your cars, which most, you know, intermediate, 
uh, modelers do, even if you're a beginner and, you know, you you see the ones in Model Railroad or Magazine that have, um, you know, the car that rolls by and it looks, wow, it looks beat up or it's looks like it's been on the railroad forever. You know, you like that um, instead of the plasticky new fresh look, which there are some cars, you know, we do see on the prototypes, you know, brand new car, brand new locomotive. It's nice, fresh, shiny paint and but it doesn't last that long folks. So, um, so anyways, going back to, uh, what can we use and a good, a very good, um, resource are rail cams. So, um, I'm leading into that because, um, actually I had, um, here a few days ago, um, uh, the owner of steel highway reach out to me and, he uh he was asking about rail cams and stuff in this area and you know i i actually do have kind of a uh possible um in for him to be able to put a rail cam up um as soon as he gets me the information um that he uh, that he could place and it's a very busy yard um so anyways i after got off the phone with him had a very nice conversation he does have a youtube it's a youtube channel so he does he has his uh it's steel highway rail cams folks um he does do a weekly video podcast uh on there i believe they're on wednesdays um where he talks about some of these camp you know where's camp rail cams are and the trains going through them and stuff it's it's very informative but you know where does that fit in with modeling you know you you wonder okay well you know if you go using him as an example he's got rail cams set up like all over the Eastern Iowa, you know, the Midwest here, we'll just, we'll just call it the Midwest. And he's adding more and more, you know, every week, every month, whatever, wherever he gets the opportunity to be able to find a good spot, you know, and if you're, you know, let's put it this way. If you're in the track designing phase, um, rail cams are, are a very, very good resource. Um, if you're thinking about having say, uh, across over whatever they want to call that, like with like an interlocking tower and stuff to where you have two railroads cross, um, you know, look on rail cams. Um, you can see how they do it. You can see how it's weathered. Um, you, uh, you can even, if you, if you, uh, if you're able to catch trains, um, going through there, you can look at the cars, the car makeup if, and, and even more so if you're a prototype modeler, um, you know, if you're, whether you're modeling BNSF or, santa fe or i'm not santa fe i'm sorry union pacific or uh um well even if you know santa fe you know because they're still running bnsf is still running um you know heritage units and stuff just they have bnsf on them you know bore bonnet paint and stuff they're old i mean it'll give you weathering ideas but it shows you what kind of cars are out there what the weathering is of the cars in these different locations um the types of locomotives, uh, you can see scenery, you know, within reason, you can see the scenery around the track, you know, um, some of them you can see track side, you know, buildings, whether it's switch, uh, or what do they call them? Light boxes and, you know, stuff like that. Um, so, you know, it, it's a very, very good resource, um, for us as modelers, you know, to be able to go in there and look, Oh, okay. Well, um, as an example, right now, I just clicked on the webpage and, um, or on his YouTube page 
And one of the videos that popped up was from Galesburg, Illinois. And, um, you know, it's showing as an example, the one video of like the preview of the video, it shows a sole locomotive going down the tracks at night, just one locomotive, you know, I mean, not only is it for designing your railroad and weathering, but you could potentially also get some operating, like for operating your railroad ideas. If you want to have, say, you know, say you have regular operating sessions and you just want to mix it up, you know, go to a rail cam um, and, and look, you know, because you're going to find different um, ways of operating and how they run it. You know, how do, how does that particular railroad run their uh, locomotives? You know, I mean, do they run them all face uh, forward facing or do they run, you know, forward back? You know, how, how do they do that? And like for me, <clears throat> my railroad, it's the Iowa Eastern Railroad. I'm like I said, it's a it's a freelance railroad based off the prototype. So mine, no, while I'm not matching any track plan, um, and it's obviously Iowa Eastern Railroad is not a real railroad. I mean, there's the Iowa Northern, but um, you know, I I still for operation, and I'm still in the building phase. You know, I've got my railroad in a sense runs east west okay so i have a spur that will go off on on the current um section you know stage one for interchange beyond the basement whether it's physical interchange you know like if robert gets my buddy robert if he gets his railroad built someday i can take the cars off take them over to his and if he's got industries we can switch them in and vice versa um so that track will actually run to me, north, that will be a northern um, track, you know. Um, and then on my upper layout, or because mine's going to be double deck, on my upper part of my layout, I am planning on having another spur come off there, which will be a southern track. So with that, I use, because my tra track runs east-west, and I'm kind of modeling the eastern part of Iowa, thus the name Iowa Eastern. Um, you know, I'm, I'm been going and looking at these rail cams here from the steel highway, you know, of tracks of trains and stuff that are North of where I live and South of where I live, just so I can get some ideas of, okay. Um, not necessarily, I'm going to model I, because they're, these are just going to be for me tracks that dead end. And that's where rail cars go to be moved, you know, off the railroad or emptied and all whatnot. Um, but it helps me with the operational sense with my story with with so if somebody comes over well what's that track for you can give somebody a story behind why well i just want to put that in there you know no this track goes to dubuque iowa or this track goes to fort madison iowa or, you know what i mean so using um video and also pictures i mean um you know there there's uh there's just so much that we can learn from the prototype, from the modeling aspect, um, beyond just, okay, that locomotive's got um, faded paint and it's got, you know, rust streaks going down right behind this fan or this or that. You know, by looking at pictures and more so, I think are more beneficial are these rail cams, you know, signals is a good example. You know, okay, I mean, some of these cams have, 
uh, signal towers in them. And you can actually watch, you know, if you, if a train's coming and the signal changes, you can get just so much information just by sitting and watching a rail cam. Um, so what do you think? Do you use rail cams or pictures for your modeling? Um, obviously if you're a prototype modeler, you will. Um, um, but if, are you a freelance modeler or are you just, um, not, you don't really consider yourself any one of them and you just are, you know, you have a four by eight sheet with oval track with some sidings. Um, have you ever thought about looking into doing something like this to up your enjoyment in this, um, in this hobby, you know, by simply, uh, adding some operations to your, your layout. Cause you can do it with even just the simple four by eight sheet of plywood, you know, for HO scale. Um, or even if you're in, you know, two foot by four foot, um, and, uh, you know, having a couple spurs, you can, you can do, come up with some creative ways of actually operating on something just that simple, something that basic and taking your modeling to a whole nother level of enjoyment, because now it doesn't matter if you're running the, you know, um, the one, two, three express you can switch cars off and on the railroad like the prototypes do and so on and so forth. And then if you get into a group where you're like, we talked a episode or two ago where uh, interchange beyond the basement, you know, whether it's physically interchanging cars or just, uh, you know, um, you know, just, or just doing them through a Facebook group. Like we talked, um, you know, it, it can help, build your model railroading experience, make it more exciting and, uh, and, and just make the love of the hobby even more. Um, and like we said, there's so much more like I've, I don't want to say I haven't thought about, or I, ha I haven't learned this, you know, the research kind of stuff, part of it. Um, but we, we can talk about more in another episode, but you know, I mean, there's more to it. And, you know, as far as, um, um, like paperwork, you know, you can go in and um, do some research on your railroad if you're prototype, or even if not, pick a railroad that you like, you know, try, start looking at what kind of paperwork do they use to operate, stuff like that. So that'll be something that we, we will dive into on another episode. So, um, but I'd like to know what you think. Um, model railroad talk at gmail.com um, website, www.modelrailroadtalk.com um and uh so uh tell us what you think uh have you used rail cams have you uh used photos have you used you know what what's your go-to when you are unsure you're building a model um whether it be a locomotive car but you want to go that extra mile or whatever you need you want the want to know what the real railroads do what's your go-to um let us know we'd love to hear from you um so anyways um we're done with that that went a lot quicker than i thought it would um and actually while we were talking about that um i was actually trying this whole episode or, yeah this whole episode basically um i've been testing ways to video and stuff for um when we do decide to go live video while we're recording for you guys uh that are paying members uh, or I should say paying supporters. Um, um, 
we're we just got done recording a segment that uh, <laughs> we're going to put on TikTok. Kind of if if you're a TikTok fan already of ours, um, great. Um, maybe draw some of uh, fans off there to our podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, so get a hold of us, even if it's not about anything we've talked about in this episode. Um, we love hearing from you guys. Um, email uh, you can do a, a form field, whatever they want to call it. Um, we won't spam you back, you know, give us a day or two. Sometimes we get busy. We're not able to respond right away. We try to be very, very responsive. Um, if you're on Facebook, like our Facebook page, Model Railroad Talk, um, you can hit us up through Messenger on there. If you're on TikTok, you can send us a message. Um, YouTube, we are on YouTube. Um, we're still kind of building that. So, but you can reach us on there as well and any of these platforms. So, all right, now we are going to move in. We have not done a review yet for or for a while now. I think it's been a couple episodes. Um, and I apologize for that. I, I, I Ideally, I was hoping to do it, do one an episode or at least every other episode. But there comes a point where what, you know, I want to make sure whatever it is I am reviewing for you guys is, uh, is going to be a good review. I just don't want to say, okay, I've got this box car. It rolls well. The paint job's good. You know, I, I don't want nothing like that. I want it to be informative for you and maybe something that you've seen, you're not sure of. So this one, like we said, this review is not, it's a product, but it's a, um, it's an online product. Let's put it that way. Just like the review we did for modelbuildings.org, which actually technically, yeah, that's online, but you print them out. And I, I love those buildings, by the way. Um, and I figured out a few better uh, ways to add on to them, make them better. So anyways, that could be for another episode. Uh, you know, and then I did a review for trains.com uh, several episodes back um, about the uh, premium or paid um, and, um, and how beneficial it was to me. So this one is actually for model railroad Academy. And I seen this when I was getting back into the hobby. Um, I either joined this, I think I joined this just before it was either just before or just after I joined trains.com and, um, they had a special going and, and I don't know what their specials, their membership is right now. Beings that, I'm logged into it and I have an account. It doesn't really tell me. And now that I've clicked on the link on Facebook, cause that's where I first seen it. I don't really, and I'm a member of it. It doesn't really pop up for me anymore. So, um, but I know it wasn't very expensive. I, it was like to get a year membership. It was like a buck or two, I think. And then I opted to go for the gold membership, which is their top membership, which was only like another buck or two. Um, I think that was a special they had. But some ways like trains.com, well, in a lot of ways, um, it's got articles. It's got a lot of learning and teaching. Um, I am not sure. Um, I, I'm guessing based off of their logo that, well, it says, so if you look at their logo, Model Railroad Academy, and that's their website, folks, modelrailroadacademy.com. Um, and they have a Facebook page or, or yeah, page too. Um, it says with Alan Keller. 
So if you don't know who Alan Keller is, Alan Keller started doing Model Railroad videos. Um, he worked for Model Railroader for a while, and then he broke off into his own production company, I guess, um, and started doing like hour, roughly hour long videos, tours of like great model railroads. In fact, I think that's what his videos were called, great model railroads. And he had volume. I can't even tell you how many, um, he was still, I think at the time when I got out of the hobby 10, 15 years ago, about 10 years ago. Um, I think he was getting to the end of it, but I want to say he was up like 50 or maybe 60, um, different videos. And that's just tours, uh, different lay layouts and stuff. And so anyways, um, so I seen that. And at first when I seen this model railroad Academy, I'm like, ah, okay, you know, um, I'm a, I'm a Harley guy, you know? Um, and I see that like, on Facebook, they have, you know, fix my hog. They have all these other different things where, you know, get your first year subscription for, you know, 99 cents and learn all you need to know about fixing your Harley. And so I, I haven't done that folks, but, um, but this to me at first was kind of like that. I'm like, eh, you know, they've got, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, when I, when I did start looking into it, I'm like, okay, they've got, uh, all right, all it is is teaching. And I'm not saying I, I'm a, I know everything because God knows. Yeah. If I knew everything. Wow. I wouldn't. Yeah. Life would be different folks. But, um, but you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm like, well, I want more than just, you know, cause sometimes when I'm enjoying the hobby, not working on the railroad. Um, I enjoy it via watching videos. Um, I remember, and when I sold all my model train stuff back, I want to say it was 2000, <clears throat> excuse me, 2012, 2013. I unfortunately sold. I had almost every one of Alan Keller's, um, videos. And so anyways, um, I, I wanted, you know, or going back to what I'm saying, I, you know, there's times that, yeah, I want to learn, okay. Uh, you know, how to do, um, operations or I'll, I'll watch something about operations to see if I can't, um, fine tune how I'm going to do my operating procedures and stuff, um, or modeling in any way, you know, with different ways. So I'm like, I kind of want something more than that. Well, then, like I said, I seen it had Alan Keller's name on there and I'm like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take a look just because I, I, I always enjoyed Alan Keller's videos. Um, he did very well on them. And, and I remember even as a kid on public television, I remember seeing him, they would have Saturday mornings have like half hour model. It was by model railroad or like Saturday mornings for a while there, they would have like half hour shows, you know, and I remember seeing him and the greats like Malcolm Furlow and whatnot. But anyways, um, so I'm like, eh, I'll give it a shot. So I paid for the base subscription, if you will, or whatever membership. And I got in there and I started looking around. And once I realized that you can actually go on there and you can purchase all his, um, I think all or majority anyways, um, you can purchase a majority of his great model railroads that Alan Keller did. Um, and then I started looking even more like, oh, you know, they've got, um, you know, looking at like, what's the gold membership, you know, they have all these different modeling videos from great model railroaders that, you know, um, 
you know, of, of bettering your modeling, better your building, you know, just in several aspects. Um, I ended up deciding to go with the gold membership. And at first I was like, well, you know, I, I was, I was using the trains.com more, um, just cause it was model railroader. I'm kind of weird like that. Um, not that anything against us, but lately I've been using this more because, uh, you know, while I love model railroader, I like, I love Kambach publishing and stuff like that and the stuff they put out. Um, I like to see stuff. It, it could be even the same exact thing, you know, weathering a boxcar. I like to see stuff from different aspects, different ways of doing it. Um, even if it's the same way, presenting it differently, you may pick up on something differently. So, um, so yeah, I mean, this, this is a wealth of knowledge. It's not that expensive. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's a great resource tool, just like we were talking about the steel highway rail cams on YouTube. Um, this is the same thing. You know, this is a great resource for, I mean, I, I know they run specials all the time for model railroad Academy. You can get in for the base probably for a couple bucks for a year and even upgrade for, you know, a couple bucks more, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll, I can, I'll tell you right now, folks, you could probably get in for under 20 bucks for a year for this. And you have access to tons and tons of videos, weathering and, 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 um, tours and stuff like that. And then what's nice is being like, I'm a gold member. I get additional discount as a gold member. If I want to purchase, um, like videos. So like, um, as an example here, um, you know, like, uh, Alan Keller tours, I'm, I'm doing this as we, as I'm doing this, you know, like if I wanted to, uh, well, let me skip here to get to the streaming. If I can actually, if my computer will work, but, um, like you get down to the streaming and you can either buy a, they have DVDs that you can purchase from them. Um, or, you can um like go in here like the videos aren't that bad i mean like the video um like this one i'm looking at it's four dollar it says it's a dollar seventy and then as a as a um gold member i get an additional discount on that so i mean in reality you can get in you can get one of his great model railroad videos for a buck or less you know depending on what, what it is and he has like three like you, you can get the um, George Celios three kit, you know, three videos set that he did. Uh, now, mind you, this is download. This isn't actually getting the DVD um, for, you know, I think it's like four or five bucks. I mean, and even looking here, like Howard Zane, if you happen to know who he is, you can get his three DVD set for $17.49, um, you know, uh, actually with the, with their discount, $7. And then you take the, the, uh, gold membership price off. It's less than that. So, um, now mind you, I, they don't, I reached out to them, told them I was going to be doing this. They have not set, have not gotten back to me, which I was kind of hoping they would, <clears throat> um, to be able to offer maybe something for you guys. But, um, but you know, I have not gotten paid for this. I have not gotten a free membership. I actually paid for this membership out of my own pocket um, before I even started doing the podcast. And this is just something that I have found more recent. I have found it to be very useful. Um, you can go on there and get like PDFs of uh, like they have a uh, speed charts for different scales and just 
you know, different, they have so much on here resource and you can access it, your computer, you know, whether it's desktop, laptop, your phone. Um, so check them out, uh, modelrailroadacademy.com. Um, for the price, you can't go wrong. I mean, even if, even if you're say your layout is already built and you're operating it, all you're doing is maintaining it and you know, you're not ever going to build another railroad, check it out. Because like I said, if, if you know who Alan Keller is in his videos, um, you have access to them, um, and, and, um, for a great price, um, you know, and you have access to actually his a lot of his great model railroad ones but they're segmented out um into different segments but you know if you're not afraid of clicking on one watching it and then clicking the next one there you go that's part of your membership so um anyways folks thank you thank you thank you for listening to this episode um we are like i said we are trying to make this podcast better every day um you know, by different social media as well. Um, we hope to have, um, our TikTok is pretty well up and running right now. Like, so we're just kind of waiting for, um, for our, um, numbers, I guess is the best way to put it for us to hit five or I'm sorry, we're almost at 500 for us to hit a thousand, um, subscribers or followers, whatever they call it. Because once we do that, we'll be able to go live on there. Now, mind you, um, paying subscribers, they get um, they get access to, or they will have access to the live, like while we're recording it, um, and that'll be that'll be privatized um, just for them. Um, and uh, you know, the paying subscribers can actually, like right now, um, Patreon. You can go on there and get. Um, um, get like this episode as an example you're listening to it will be out um within 24 hours of us doing this now by the time you hear this one and you're not a paying subscriber it will you know obviously it's already out but um it would have been out like a week week and a half ago um so if you're enjoying it um maybe think about doing that um being uh the the support we would get in that way would help us upgrade our equipment um i we, you know help us maybe add a better video camera, be able to go 4k, um, for like when we do start doing actual live stuff. Um, so, but yeah, you know, we're on TikTok. that's growing. Um, those videos on there, um, we're using them on there. We are putting them on our YouTube channel right now until we can get, you know, ideally we'd like to do something a little different for each platform. So, um, but thank you for listening. Um, we are looking forward to doing the next episode. Um, yeah, um, for you, if it wasn't for you listeners, we wouldn't really, we probably wouldn't have continued to do this. So thank you for the, the sharing and the likes and, the um, all the listens and, um, y'all be safe and, um, we will talk to you on the next episode.